0: Welcome back to the second episode of Soapbox. We're your hosts for today. I am Winnie Sheng, And I'm Nina Ma. Our podcast aims to be a place for you to expose the inner thoughts and feelings you've never felt comfortable revealing. Whether it's a controversial issue or stance, a complex topic, or any out there ideas, we're here to bring them into the public space. To send us your story, you can submit it at www.bananaheads.club slash soapbox.
1: Today we'll be diving in into the family's issues that we experience every day. Families are the place to depend on as a child. Your parents for sustenance, a roof over your head, and support and siblings for kinship and friendship. How you connect and communicate as well as care for your family and how that is reciprocated shapes how you form relationships with other people. With that being said, familiar relationships can be toxic, abusive, and absent to many, causing much harm to people's mental health. You start developing a moral compass during your teenage years and have a more active social life and more exposure to more people, which means that you may come to realize that what you were accustomed to is actually bad parenting or even abuse.
0: Almost everyone starts developing a desire to be independent during their teenage years, Even though the strength of desires varies from person to
1: person. During the teenage years, the area of the brain called the prefrontal cortex is developing, which is the judgment center. As a child, you will not be able to see the flaws in your parents, but as an adolescent, you will be able to see the world with more realism. They construct an
0: idea of what parents should be, based on their friends' parents, on media parents, And when they compare their own parents to the ideal, they find themselves wanting more. Moving
1: on to our submissions. I just hate how my parents refuse to do anything for me other than paying the bills. They have literally no understanding for what I go through, and the stress I have. And all they can say to dad is, it's the path you chose, and so therefore you should deal with the stress and difficulties yourself. I really envy how my friends have their fathers to teach them hard academic questions, but my dad, even being a professor in physics, refuses to teach me anything because he thinks it's not his business. I just want some understanding and comforts from my parents and preferably a hug. Is it even much to ask? Every time when I try to open up myself to them, they turn it into a long lecture on how I behaved badly and didn't listen to them enough. I'm so sick of this one-sided blaming. I just want a hug. So from
0: your uh, submission, you do have like a really strange relationship with your parents. I think it is. It would be better if you can just like talk to them, have a really like genuine, really raw talk to them. Maybe it's hard. Maybe you've tried it before, but try a different method or try it again, because it is always better to say how you feel and how you truly feel. And also, you need to know that there are people that's outside your family, that's other than your family, and they also care about you. Your friends that are with you all the time in school, even, when you, even if we are in quarantine, you can always text them and talk to them. Like They care about you, and they will listen to you, and they will give you a hug when you need it. Moving on to our second submission. Dear mom, you're not a good parent, but you try. You're human. I read the divorce books that you bought but never read. And now know that you alienated me from my father for my entire childhood and completely messed up our relationship. But I also remember the way you always cried when I would call you from his place screaming about how I wanted to go back home. So I know you did your best as a Chinese woman who found herself settling in the position of a single mother of a two-year-old with a cheating husband. I look up things because you refuse to. I know that you call your nervous personality fits all the symptoms of a generalized anxiety disorder, and I know that you probably pass it on to me. I know that you don't believe in therapy or medication, even though I wish you did so 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 much. I'm sorry for everything. I can be a shitty daughter. But sometimes I wish
1: you could just listen to what I say. Please help. I guess it's just one of those things that you hate you really can't escape from, but just know that it's not your responsibility for everything that has happened. It's not your responsibility that your parents have split it. It's not your fault that everything has been happening in your family. Don't put it onto yourself. Don't say that you're sorry and don't say that you're a daughter, you're not. You've tried your best and know that and don't take all the blame onto yourself. But also let your mom know that you are not a burden and that you're not a liability and that you can always be there when she needs help. You are someone that can help your mom and you're not a liability that your mom has to carry with. You can, you can help your mom to go through this together, right? But also be aware, uh, know that it's not your responsibility and you can go through this with your mom together. On to the next submission.
0: My parents never understand my ambitions and my dreams. They tell me what I should do to make my life better, but I never want to do what they say. They don't understand how I could become much better than the person I am today if I just listen to myself and follow my own dreams.
1: Uh, I mean, we kind of all go through this kind of situations situation. Right? When our parents have different visions for us than what we have for ourselves. But I'll just, I guess, understand that they do it out of good intention and they do it out of love. They probably, like, through their years of living and experiences, they concluded a way of living that would be the most peaceful and the most beneficial. And maybe that's the kind of life they want for their children, but it might not suit you. And it's important to know that Your parents do it out of good intention and out of love. But also, you need to find a way to compromise with your parents, right? Like, for example, if your dream is to become a doctor and your parents force you to take swimming classes, maybe just think of how it's also beneficial for me to take swimming classes because doctors also need good physical strength. But most importantly, know that... You are who you are and don't let anyone take away the chance of defining who you are. You can be you, just follow your ambitions and your dreams throughout the entirety of your life. You have a lot of years to pursue your own dreams and discover your own possibilities. Don't let your parents restrain yourself. On to the next submission. My family has had an incredibly long history with anger issues. My father, my grandfather, my uncle, my sister all have really bad and controllably violent bouts of anger. My dad gets physically abusive when he's angry to the point where my sister and I flinch whenever he raises his hands at us. My grandpa once got so angry, his blood pressure had risen to a point where he needed to be hospitalized. I say all of this because I don't seem to have the hereditary thread of anger, and yet I am seen as a generally angry person in the eyes of most of my peers and classmates. I'm scared my negative familial traits will pass down and affect the growth and development of my own children one day. I'm scared that maybe one day I'll snap and I'll hurt my own children too. For a while, I even vowed to never have kids on my own in fear that my anger will affect them.
0: Well, uh, first things first, we've done research on this and you need to know that this anger issue that's within your family, it does not run in your blood. It does not lie in your genes. It is not hereditary. It is the environment that affects you. It is the environment that causes these anger issues. And in order for this to, in order to improve the situation, um, you don't, it's not just like talking to your parents and letting them know about how you feel. It is also about being conscious all the time and staying calm when everyone's freaking out so that you can help make the situation better.
1: On to the next mission. I want to say to my parents a big thank you throwback to the countless times where I literally flipped out of you guys for no reason just because I had a bad day in school. Thank you for putting up with that. Also, thank you for providing me a great education and a great living. Sometimes we're just not thankful enough for the things we already have and not aware of the sacrifices people have made just so we can lead the comfortable life we have now. To those who are still struggling with their parents, take a moment to think about everything they've done for you. Even though there should be sometimes, everyone goes through a difficult and stressful time. They probably still love you.
0: Yes, and we need to be constantly reminded that our parents do all the things out of good intentions. And even though sometimes it sometimes we disagree on what is the best for us, it is understandable and but it doesn't make it okay. When things get too out of hand, we need to come we need to um speak out for ourselves and really tell them and let them understand what we really want.
1: For today's episode, we have a special guest to talk about the issues that she experiences with her family. She thinks that sometimes it's sad when her parents dismiss her issues because they don't think that is important. But also sometimes when she shares the things that she does wrong, her family focuses too much on giving critical opinions and judgmental ideas than giving like comfort which is what she needs the most. So today we'll just ask her some questions and let her share her experiences that she has with family issues.
0: Hi. Hi. Hi, so um, would you like to talk about like just, you know, just your family in general? Like how many people are there in your family?
2: Um, I don't have any siblings. So it's just me and my parents. It's pretty lonely sometimes.
1: All right. So in what ways do the people around you limit your freedom sometimes? Well,
2: I would say that before my mother used to like to um, basically tell me what to do, as most parents like to, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. She would maybe sign me up for classes that I didn't want to go to that much or tell me what to do in my free time.
0: I feel you. That's like we all get that. But then typically, yeah like, it's like they're always signing you up for something you don't want oh, I think it's whatever yeah. you. <laughs> you ever felt like you know if you talk to your mom more or if you're, like if you're being really honest with your feelings and if you talked to her like really um like you have like a set if like you sat down with her and talked about it do you think it would like improve stuff do you think it would like change the situation a little bit like have you tried it
2: um I guess I have I have tried it, but it didn't, I mean, there is improvement, but there isn't that much improvement. And I just, I it might just be the gap. I mean, like there are some things that are hard to understand for other people, so.
1: Like, how did this kind of dismissive behavior affect your emotional health and like daily life?
2: Uh so it obviously I mean it made me feel sad and it made me feel like um well it's hard to explain, but if you're dismissed by someone you would have that kind of feeling where like
0: Yeah, like you just you feel like you can just be tossed around and like you don't really get it like, you know, change anything or do anything. I
2: think my, my parents also um if they do something, they would say it's good for you. I've, I guess most parents do that.
1: Oh, um, how did you cope with the indifference and criticism they offered you? Like, do you have ways to handle this kind of situation, or like, do you try, actively try to change?
2: Well, if they offered me criticism, I usually I usually try to follow their criticism. Um if I think it will do me good, there might be some things that maybe I think it wouldn't be the best for me. So I would just keep those in mind, but not do it.
1: Do you ever like confront them with this kind of stuff? Or like do you ever think about confronting them when they're like criticizing you?
2: I have thought about it, but I never actually did it. I guess it's just, I mean, your parents want what's best for you, but sometimes it might come out in a way that's... Yeah. um, Yeah.
1: Um, Well, what do you think would be the best way to treat someone suffering through similar experiences? Like, what is it that you're truly looking for from someone you confide in when you talk to people about these kind of stuff?
2: Well, if I talk to someone, I would just hope that they actually listen to me and... Um, instead of maybe criticizing what I did or offering a solution to something, I would just rather that they listen.
0: Yeah. Okay. So, um, is there something that you would like to, like, add or say to the audience? And, like, especially the people who are listening now who, like, they also might go through the same things?
2: Um, so, I would say that um, This might sound really generic, but you're not alone. Um, So find a friend to confide in because there will be people that would listen to you and support you. So, Mm -hmm. yeah.
0: Thank you to everyone who submitted their stories for this episode. It's not a face, Mom. Our next episode will be in May. If you want to share your ideas or friends, please go to www.bananaheads.club slash soapbox. See you then.